What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It is your boy Niner Sickness coming to you live, 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 live uh, on a Tuesday afternoon with my brothers from a different mother's. We got my brother mm. Pete. What's up, Pete? What's going on, Beto? Another another beautiful day in Ninerland. Uh, another win. Like uh, getting ready for this next game. Absolutely. What's up, Brandon? What you got going on? What's going on, Beto? Um, you know, just another day in paradise. Uh, we got the dub. Um, and I can't wait to get into this conversation with all the Brock Purdy slander from the media. So let's get yeah. it going, baby. Yeah, let's get it going. Yeah, this this whole Brock Purdy stuff is never, it seems like it's never going to end. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the um, the Packers game first. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but uh, it was a pretty damn close game, more closer than I really wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. It had me on the edge of my seat, uh, biting all my nails, wondering, oh, crap. Is this going to be our season mm-hmm. where we're going to have to tolerate Cowboy fans listening to their cries about, well, you're joining us on the couch, and you got beaten by the seventh seed as well. And then you're going to hear all these Ram fans chirping away. But Brock Purdy, as bad as the game that he had, he said, uh-uh, I am not done with this season. I still want to continue. When it mattered most, when the pressure was on the most, um, the whole the whole time going into the fourth quarter down by seven, uh, I believe Shanahan was 0-30. Now he's 1-30, so he's starting to build up. But, hey, if you're going to get that one, why not get it in the playoffs? They can advance you to the NFC Championship game. What a play by Brock Purdy. Pete, I want to get your thoughts on Brock Purdy and what you thought, not about the whole game, but just in that last drive where the Niners needed him to step up. What were your thoughts on that? I mean, well, I don't really think you can talk about that last drive unless you talk about what happened before that in the game. And the game was just, he wasn't his best. It was another rain game. He he admittedly had issues like uh, with the ball slipping out of his hands early on. He tried the glove, then he tried without the glove. And it just wasn't working out for him. Um, Kyle still didn't know how to pivot <laughs> and, uh, and, move, and move the game plan around. But... It, it is what it is. He It came down to that last drive, and Purdy just – it it kind of showed us who who he was. And I think people forget that in that – the other game where he – in inclement weather when it was raining, like uh, against uh, the Browns, same thing happened. Even though he had a bad game for most of the game, he came through at the end and guided them down the field. It was just that it was a missed field goal in that game. This game, he didn't leave it up to the field goal. They ended up getting the touchdown and you know, it's just it, all it, it just goes to show that it does. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect. This is football. This is a sport. This It's not about, you don't get style points. It's about, it's about just coming through when you need to come through. And that's what Brock did. Exactly. I, I agree with you 100%. It, the, the first three quarter don't matter when you get the dub. It doesn't matter where you get the dub. Uh, Brandon, I want to ask you. We notice when there's water involved, rain, uh, Brock Purdy does have a little difficult 
uh, gripping that ball. But I didn't see no bad. I saw bad throws, but I didn't see the ball coming out of his hand like where he lost control of the ball. Um, I want to ask you, Brandon, your personal thoughts on Rust. Did you see Rust, uh, you know, be not not throwing the ball for, what, 21 days and then finally going out there? You know, Brock Purdy's the type of quarterback that needs to have that timing going. He's an anticipation type of quarterback. He's not your Lamar Jackson where he can bail out with his legs. Uh, how bad or how much did this rust uh, show up in that game, in your opinion, Brandon? I think it kind of showed up uh, a little bit, at least. Um, you know, the they start off slow, which I didn't want them to, um, for one. And two... The, the throws weren't there. They weren't coming to Purdy right away like they usually do. And to be honest with you, Beto, I feel like uh, the rain did kind of affect uh, the grip on, on the ball for him as well. He tried it with the glove. It, it didn't work out. He took it off, played without the glove the rest of the game. You even saw uh, during one of his dropbacks that he wiped off his hand on his uh, pants uh, to try to get a better grip on the ball as well. So, I mean, uh, I'm not going to lie. Brock Purdy struggled, and the team it's, itself struggled. Um, and I think it has to do with uh, the bye week as well. Um, so, but like we said, they came back in the fourth quarter, looked like the original self, and Purdy drove down the field to uh, win us the game. So, I mean, at the end of the day, dude, a win's a win, no matter how bad we played. We got it done. So that's my take on that. Exactly, bro. And, and I just want to add to that that, you know, what the Brock uh, Purdy haters are out there, the uh, rights of the world, the Nick Wrights of the world, you know, um, I forgot the name yep. of the other co host of his. He, you know, he kind of put him in his place uh, on the show. For, yeah. yeah. He said, like, because Nick Bright had given. The Niners, uh, he has said that if Brock Purdy needs to do this A, B, and C to for him to believe that um, he can do it, right? He's like, he has to do this. He has to do, I have to see him do this. I have to see him play without one of the Avengers, which he played without Debo Samuel. He has to, I want to see him come back from behind and win the game when the game matters. He did that. All the boxes were checked by Brock Purdy, but yet, his comment is, well, I wasn't impressed. I, I wasn't impressed by the way he played in the first three quarters. Like, no matter what he does, people want to be right and they don't want to be wrong. So if they look stupid trying to be right, they will do that. It's like, at what point? He can't win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At what point are you going to just admit that a seventh-round pick that was overlooked by the Niners included, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. is playing good football. And this is what we need to acknowledge, that he's playing good football. And um, these guys don't want to admit it. The whole fact that he came from behind, did that. He um, did this, did that. I mean, all the things that he's doing now, the only thing that does worry me is his ability to grip that ball in the rain because we know that Going forward, we are going to be in situations in rain 
particularly in the playoffs, because that's more towards December and January, uh, and, and depending where we play, um, does that worry you, um, Pete, that going forward, if he doesn't fix this, or if this is something that is not fixable, that it can hurt us uh, in the long run? Or do you think this can get fixed and it's not as big deal as we all try to make it out to be? Well, I mean, I don't think that you can fix small hands. Like, <laughs> it Come is what now. it is. Like, uh, uh, it's, but Kyle has to game plan accordingly. And that's what I think it has to happen. I said after the game in uh, against the Browns, I put a whole bunch of questions on Twitter. I was like, you know, this is going to be a question uh, for the foreseeable future until we see him play well in inclement weather. That's It's going to happen. And, I mean, he still hasn't shown that he can play up to his normal standard. Now, grant, now granted, he he threw the ball 39 times, which is just that's weird. A, that's the highest, too. Yeah, which, which is just weird for Kyle to have him throw the most uh, times he's thrown in the in a rain game, <laughs> but went in a one score game. So don't tell me that he had to come. He had to throw to come back. It was there was there was no reason for him to be throwing that much. But nope. at the same time, I, I think that this is going to be something that it just kind of lingers with him. Kyle's going to have to come up with a different kind of game plan to make things easier on him and take some of the pressure off, like running the ball with the best player with the best running back in the league and Chris McCaffrey, and not. And so that he doesn't have, so he has maybe more than eleven carries by the fourth quarter. I mean, see, and that's what I was I was trying to allude to, and then you brought it up. Great that you brought it up, uh, Brandon. I mean, if if Brock Purdy is not comfortable in the rain, you got arguably the best running back in the NFL. You got Jordan Mason and the, and the Elijah Mitchell just sitting there healthy. Why do you think Kyle had? Through more passes and running, what what was what is your thought process of what was going through Kyle's mind in this? Like, why not run the ball, and particularly in this type of weather? This is a run type of game. Uh, did that did that kind of surprise you that he threw more than run? And do you uh, what is your thoughts about the whole ordeal? Well, I kept saying during the game, tweeting it out, and also putting it in my um my live uh streaming play by play whatever uh that uh to run the damn ball and we weren't doing that and you know that was that goes back to Kyle being conservative for some strange ass reason and I don't know why <laughs> yeah for real and you know pretty didn't need to throw that many times like mind you again that is the highest uh attempts that he's thrown this season and uh 39 times is crazy to me for especially for a quarterback that doesn't really need to throw that many times when we have a awesome backfield um and then another thing too is notice that elijah mitchell didn't get any touches either like it was all cmc when we did run so Mm -hmm. i mean we need a we need to figure no 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 don't forget about Jawan jennings Oh yeah, and Jawan Jennings. Debo goes out, and then he thought that Jawan was freaking Debo, and went freaking like had a brain fart or something because that didn't work out so 
squad now did it. <laughs> no, I, I heard that it was a uh, he called he called a play. And I, I'm not making excuses. And I hope people don't misinterpret me as trying to make excuses for Kyle. But he did say in his presser yeah. that he called the play. I guess he didn't realize the play that he called. And he was looking down. By the time he looked up, he's like, oh, crap. That's the wrong one. But by that time, it was it was too late for him to do anything about it. And he just ran with it, literally trying to run with it. But yeah. it didn't work out. Uh, shit like that happens. Uh, when you start seeing it happen more often than none, that's when I begin to question Kyle. But, you know, under pressure, under duress, I can see that kind of happening that I thought was smart. No, but oh, who was that? Who was that? That was terrible. Hopefully it don't happen again. But um, so um, it is what it is. Uh, we, we won the game. That's what's important. Did, did Brock Purdy play great? No. The, the problem is this. The defense didn't play well either. They gave up a hundred over 100 yards rushing to Aaron Jones. Okay? Uh, they were getting gashed. They couldn't get off the field uh, through the majority of the game. And people still want to just, it was because of Brock Purdy's bad play that the Niners almost lost the game. You know what? Like like uh, Sherman said, almost coulda, shoulda, woulda. What if? What if? If what if? If the um, Green Bay Packers would have caught that interception, it would have been a pick six to the house by Brock Purdy throwing it. These are what ifs. You don't know if. First of all, you don't know if it would have been a pick six. It looked like it could have been, but you don't know if he would have got there. Second of all, you know what? We missed a couple of throws our way as well that we dropped. From Jordan Love. They missed a field goal. We missed a field goal. Okay, both teams were not playing great. But you had a team that played probably its worst but all season long. Over all year, all year long, they played the worst. Cross the board. Call it rust. Yep. Call it what you want. But they found a way to win when it mattered. When you got a veteran team compared to a young team, the veterans stepped up. The uh, Lenore's was playing like like fire was coming out of his head. Um, was a beast. You yeah. You you got Greenlaw out. doing his thing, making us have heart attacks with running around with the balls that are just going down. It's like sick. it's like <laughs> come come on, bro. I mean, I love that the whole idea of that he had a conversation. Up, with, yeah, when he had a conversation with uh, people uh, with Fred Warner about. A pick six, but you got to know when to go down, man. Real quick, before we continue, let's let's acknowledge people that are in here real quick. We got, um, oops, hold on, guys. Uh, we got uh, Jimmy Perez in the house. What's up? We got Jason Parks in the house. What's up, brother? We got Marcus Persons in the house. Welcome, welcome. Here's, excuse me. We got David McNiner in the house. What's up, what David? Up, David? Welcome. <laughs> we got this weirdo in the chat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we love the weirdo. Uh, we got, uh, let's see, Brad in the house. What's up, Brad? I'll get back to your comments in a minute. I just want to make sure I acknowledge everybody. We got Dion from Dion. Niner Podcast in the house. What's up, Dion? <laughs> Uh, we got 
Daniel Bury Sports in the house. Welcome, welcome. We got Alex Guerrero Molina in the house. Welcome, brother. Welcome, welcome to the chat. We got Maya in the house. Welcome. We got Luis. Mia, Mia excuse me. We got Luis Moreno in the house. Welcome. We got Beth in the house. How you doing, Beth? Good to see you. Welcome. I am a Lions fan. Uh, you all are going to be brutal to play. She's a real uh, fan. It's going to be a good game. We're going to talk about that in depth in a few minutes. We got East and Coast Reading Gold Podcast Jess in the house. Uh, and then we got Daniel Cantu in the house. I'll get back to the comments in a few minutes. But, um, yeah, that, that, that Green Bay game um, was tough to watch. Uh, rust, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but it was tough to watch. The, the Green Bay Packers uh, had an opportunity to win it. Uh, we could, uh, you know, our, our year could have ended, but it didn't. Listen, all I've been hearing all week to this point is, oh, my God, we play like crap. The, yeah. the Detroit Lions played really well against Tampa. Should we be afraid? Anything can happen on any given Sunday. I give you that. Anything can happen. You got to be prepared for the team you're facing. But if you're going to ask me if the Niners are afraid to play the Lions, I mean, look across the board. Look at the matchups. Look at the team. The Niners are the better team than the Lions. The Niners just started rough. I'm telling you, uh, rust is a real thing. It happens. It throws off timing. It throws everything off. But they won this game. They're, they know how important the NFC championship game is. They were here last year. They lost to the Eagles because of our quarterback situation. They can taste it. They're hungrier. I think that the Lions are more like, Wow. Look, you know, we made it, right? Like, we made it. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, you know, after so many years, we haven't been here since 94. We finally got to the to the dance before the dance, the NFC Championship. So they're in awe, right? They're sitting there in awe trying to just take everything in. Beautiful story about Dan Campbell and the Lions. Great football team. They did great. I am so glad for the city of Detroit, for the fan base that have been suffering for so many years, going through so many losses. I am truly happy for them. They're going to be very good teams years to come. But the Niners are on a mission. The Niners are hungry. The Niners have been here before. They want to get across that line. And they're going to fight much harder than the Lions. Listen. I said this, and I'll give you guys an opportunity to speak. I said this on my show yesterday. If the Lions lose, it sucks for the fan base. It hurts. I understand all that. You're loyal to your team. You want your team to make it all the way. But you have something to look forward to next year. Like, how far can we go? How good can we be? Because the future is ahead of you. If the Niners lose, it's a completely different conversation. Mm -hmm. It's not... Well, let's look forward to next year. It's like, can we ever get there? Are we ever going to get there? So we are in two different places. Pete, I'll start with you. What is the difference between the Niners losing compared to the Lions losing, uh, in your opinion, towards the fan base? 
I mean, if the 49ers lose, we are going to be right back where we were last season, which is questioning Kyle, questioning uh, the quarterback position, questioning like everything, everything. And is this, is this uh, our Lynch and Shanahan good enough to get, get the job done? Uh, like, I mean, let's just count. They're probably, they'll probably find a way to bring up Trey Lance again. It'll just be, it'll just be chaotic as, as it normally is when the four after a 49er season, but it's just, yeah, it'll just be typical 49er fair. Like, uh, the 49ers have to win. They have to win the, and they can't just win. Then they can't just get to the Super Bowl. They have to win the Super Bowl. Because we're talking about a season where they went out and got Randy Gregory. They went out and got Chase Young. Uh, they went out and got a Javon Hargrave. They went out and get, they they really stacked this roster to for this stretch run. And this is, like we talked about earlier, this is the healthiest that this team has been. Uh, granted, Debo went down last uh Debo went down last game, but they, there's probably a good chance he's going to play this week. So, yeah, it's the, the, it's winner, it's winner, or like chaos. That's that's where we're at. The house could just really burn down at this point. Yeah, uh, what you want to add there, Brendan? Um, no, basically, we got to win. This is must win until um, after the Super Bowl. This is the year that we basically went all in. Like Pete said, we got Chase Young. We got Randy Gregory to help us out. Um, like, there's no excuses. Um, I definitely, for sure, see the Niners playing 100% better this, this Sunday. Um, and it's also sunny and 70 degrees this week. So we're in the clear from the rain. So we're good on that part. <laughs> yeah. But, I think uh, Kyle calls a different game this weekend, and um, uh, the team just looks better all around. I feel like the only thing I have questions about is our our front line on defense right now because uh, our run defense is not doing that great. I thought it was going to be better with Eric Armstead back, but, dude, Aaron Jones ran all over us last week. So um, I'm hoping uh, they get better this weekend for sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Listen, I, I know my brother from another mother. I love Dion from Niner <laughs> Gang Podcast. Beautiful man, wonderful person. Uh, I just don't agree with, we, we don't agree. We don't come eye to eye when it comes to Kyle Shanahan. I understand his frustrations. I understand his concerns. I'm not uh, ignoring his concerns, but the fact that, if Kyle wins the Super Bowl, goes to the Super Bowl and wins it, he's only going to be successful. If he doesn't get there, he's not the the coach that we wanted. Does he have areas that he needs to improve? Of course. Um, but uh, he brought a comment up. He said a comment here that I want to read. He says, um, in that game against the Packers, that last two-minute drill was trashed by Kyle. I, I don't quite understand that. Wasn't that the the drive where we won the game? I think he's talking about the half. I, oh, I'm, I'm guessing he's I think he is talking about the half. Okay, yeah. before before that. Okay, well, yeah, because it, that was kind of shitty too. I think we should have gone for it 
at least I think we could have gotten seven there, to be honest. Well, it was just but, weird. Uh, it was weird. They had four minutes. It wasn't even two minutes, really. It was four minutes. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. He should have did things different. Uh, and on-site 2020 is always good when things happen. It, it brought it brought Purdy would have made that field goal. It, we would have been talking about it as much. Uh, shooting, you know, would he, uh, Moody, excuse me, yeah. If he would have made it, uh, you know, but the point right. is he didn't make quick. it. Go ahead. Real quick, uh, that's when I'm talking about that Cal is being conservative. Like how Dion brings up when we talk uh, on our shows. Um like Pete said, we had four minutes left. We could have easily got seven there, man. We were going down the field. We could have gotten that first down. Um, but can you guarantee going. they would have got seven? Well, they yeah, were. Dude. No, you. Can, there's no the way you can guarantee that, bro. Come you on. You can't guarantee it. But the thing is, is that they weren't. They weren't in any kind of. There was no sense of urgency. No, no, they were letting the I, clock. That I run. agree with. He should have tried to go for it. He should have trusted his defense. That with thirty. Uh, seconds left on the clock. If he missed it, didn't get it, that his defense would not allow the Packers mm. to go all the way down the field yeah. and, and score. Um, you know, are there some plays that I that I get upset with Kyle? Absolutely. Uh, but let's be honest. How many mistakes have we done in our work that people can say like, man, what are you doing, Pete? What are you doing, Brandon? What are you doing, Beto? And I'm like, yeah, I gotta, I kind of did this wrong. I gotta kind of fix it. We're all human, and we tend to forget that because we're passionate fan base that love our team. So when Kyle makes a bad mistake, we we want to crucify him. But then when Kyle wins all these games, uh, we you know we we can acknowledge that. Um, I got, I got something. Go ahead. I got something. Okay, so I get that. I get that. I absolutely, I love Kyle to death. Like, I think he is the best coach uh, for this team. I love the culture that him and Lynch bring to the team. I've said it over and over and over again. Like, but I just want Kyle to be better. That That's my thing. I want him to be – I want him to learn from these mistakes that he continues to make. Like, uh, he's – they have learned from a lot of the mistakes that they've made since he's been here, and they fixed a lot of the things. But there's certain aspects of Kyle's play calling that he just does not fix. And I don't know what it is and why he is so he gets so tight in certain moments that it, it's just weird. It's just weird because everybody wants to call him a genius, but then he has a brain fart like that where he's just he doesn't even attempt to get a, a touchdown. Like that's I mean, that's just basic football. That's just basic football. It's not uh that's that's not something to make a uh, that's like a mistake. That's just bad planning. And uh, the and that's I think that's I think that's the biggest issue. I think that a lot of people see with Kyle is that in weird moments, he just he decides to go and he likes to zig when everybody thinks he's going to zag all the time. And that's and it it ends up catching up with him. I think uh, that there's been a few times like uh, that it's kept us from from getting over the hump and like, uh, but I just want him to be better. I want him. I think he can get there. And I've seen him learn so much over the past seven years that I just want him to get over the hump. And I just want him to get past that part because I think he truly can be one of the greatest coaches like ever. If he could just get, if he could just get over his little mental blocks on certain aspects and just, and just call the game. 
You want to add anything, Brandon, before I jump in? No, I agree uh, completely with uh, Pete. Go ahead, Bethel. Okay, no worries. Uh, and again, uh, you know, I'm not making any excuses uh, for Kyle. Kyle has some areas that he needs to work on. But he is, since he's been here, I have been enjoying games. Since he's been here, I can walk around my neighborhood. I'm, uh, you know, wherever I go around my friends with my with my hat up, my chin up, prideful that we win double digit games. I understand that the ultimate goal is to win the Super Bowl, and that's what the Niners are trying to do every year. But since Kyle's been here, we forget the Tamsulas, we forget the Chip Kellys, we forget all these uh, coaches that are terrible uh, out there. So have we won a Super Bowl yet? No. But are we in the – does Kyle give us the opportunity to do that? He does. This is our fourth NAC championship game in five years. Mm-hmm. Okay? Our fourth one in five years. People might say, well, that's not good enough. Tell that to the Cowboy fans. Tell that to uh, other fans that haven't even made it to the championship. We are spoiled. Okay? Hey. Mind you, too, uh, the Lions have appeared more than the Cowboys have in the NFC Championship. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. That's how bad, that's how hard it is to get to the NFC Championship game and particularly to get to the Super Bowl. Again, am I settling for that? No. I want a Super Bowl. I want to be remembered as a champion. I do. But I'm not going to sit there and dismiss that getting to the NFC Championship four times out of five years is nothing. It is something to be proud of. It is something to be uh, looked up to because we got there. We're relevant. We're not a team that can't make the playoffs. We're not a team that goes out one and done. Cowboys did the one and done thing. We're not a one and done. Since Kyle's been here, when have we lost our first game in the playoffs? No, we haven't. We haven't. With two quarterbacks, whether they can throw or not, we haven't. Kyle has done some great things for this organization and some shitty things. Let's hope he can work on the shitty things, on his pride, on areas that he needs to work on. But there is no other coach right now that it's not Andy Reid or Tom, uh, the guy from the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, that I wouldn't take over Kyle. I People want to dismiss Kyle. Kyle. Well, he can't get us to the Super Bowl. He well, who are you replacing him with? Yeah. Do you want to go back to the Chip Kellys? Do you want to go back to the damn uh, Tamsulas, the Mike uh, Nolans? But there's a lot of people, Beto, that that would trade a Super Bowl and would would not mind being trash for the next ten years after that. I'm like, not one of them. Like I I agree with you. I'm right there with you. I I'm a big fan of the culture and the fact that they continuously bring good people. We have the best roster in the league. Yep. And it is fun to watch the 49ers. I'm all about it. I am all about it. I just I I want to see Kyle develop even more because I truly believe that he could go down as one of the greats of all time. He just there's a couple of mental blocks that he has. And like uh and we see it. Like I mean, Debo goes out of the game and all of a sudden you got all these all pros on the offense, but this offense can't function. And like that's just weird. That's weird, but yeah, but I agree. But I agree with you that I also do not want him going anywhere. I want Kyle to be the coach. I want him. I just want him to be better. 
I want and there's him. nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong yeah. with. Of course, you want him to be better. But let me ask you, uh, Pete. Since he since 2017, now 2023, have you seen progress with Kyle? Have you seen him get Absolutely. better? So Absolutely. So he is. I so he's. So he's, he's he is getting rock. better. That's always, to me, enough. That shows me that every year he gets better. He's not the same Kyle in 2017 that he is today. If he was, I don't care how genius you are. I don't care how good you are. Get out of here. But he has shown every year that he has gotten better. Maybe we want him to get better quicker rather than later, like the drive throughs instead of home cooking. And I understand the frustration of that. But... We're, listen, we're one game away for playing in the Super Bowl. I just want to be able to talk shit on Twitter. No, no. <laughs> see, see, being, see, that's, a, that's an honest response as a fan. As a fan. But look, if we win the Super Bowl this year, you bet your ass I'm going all over Twitter. And I'm going to be in every night. space. And I, I'm going to be in every space. And all you, and I know some of y'all listening out there. Like I'm gonna be insufferable. Oh, we're capping everybody. <laughs> See, this is what I don't agree with, Dion. I'm sorry, Dion. And you are entitled to your opinion, and I, 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 I can't say I respect your opinion because I don't. But, um, but I respect you as a person, and I know your, your, uh, that's your, uh, the way you feel, and, and I respect you as a person. But, uh, this comment here, Pete, I, I, I need some uh, help here. Do you yeah. agree with Dion here on this? No, no, no. I, I, I don't. Uh, me and Dion have had like we've been on shows at the same time, and we we've talked about this. Uh, like uh, we just have differing views on it. Everybody, every fan can have their Correct. view on. They yeah. can fan the way that they want to. Like uh, it's mm-hmm. that's just not the way I roll. Like uh, I'd rather just be good at all the time, and then hopefully you eventually break through. Because if because getting that one Super Bowl and being trash after is exactly the same thing. Yeah, you, I mean, you get a ring, and and you get to enjoy it, and you yeah. can say you we you can say we have our sixth uh, Super Bowl ring in, in in our archives, but the next few years, and I'm not saying we could be trash, but there there's two sides to every story, bro. I understand that the, the desire to win a ring, yeah. but if you're good every year. If you're relevant, if you're playing good football, if you have a good roster, it gives you opportunities to always say, maybe this is the year. There's yeah. teams out there when they start the season, they cannot sit there and go, this is the year we're making it to the Super Bowl. They're can, like, can, I bring, up, can I bring up something? Yeah. At the, on, on the, I know that a lot of people on here are on Twitter, and they saw before the game, did everybody see Aziz Al Shair on the field doing the dance? Oh, hell yeah, linebackers? That was like. Uh, did anybody else see uh, Solomon Thomas in there with a with a Forty yep. Nine er jersey on? Yeah, uh, even sure. Bosa's yeah. brother is in there with a with a uh, yep. Niner yep. with a Niner jersey on. Yeah, two chains the was there. Culture, also. Yeah, the <laughs> culture. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't actually play, but like regardless, like uh, <laughs> the. the the, the culture on this team, even guys, it's not just former players. It's guys that are currently playing for other teams yep. feel the need to come back yep. because they love their boys and they love this culture so much. They all talk yep. nice about Kyle. And yep. and, they, they, and they all respect Kyle. Like, uh, this, this is the thing. This is 
the big the biggest thing is what what would happen if tomorrow Kyle and Lynch or even just Kyle got fired there would be an entire there would be such a humongous vacuum that like I don't think that you can replace that right away we would go years and years trying to rebuild what we have right now and like uh, there's nobody that could come you could tell me could come in there and just and just replace what Kyle brought to this team. I just don't think that it's possible. But and maybe you have a name or somebody else in the and maybe Dion has a name. I don't have a name. And uh and it's just I mean it is what it is. But I respect the opinion. I respect the opinion. I understand the passion. And like, uh, and I wanted just as badly as you do. The last time the 49ers won, I was in, I was a senior in high school <laughs> and I've had my Jerry Rice Jersey in plastic since then. Damn. I want to break it out. I want to break it out. Break it <laughs> like, out for this Super Bowl. I don't take it out of the plastic until we win. <laughs> okay. Now, now real quick. Uh, Dion says that Harbaugh could have won as a, win as a getting, champion. He no, had he his opportunity and didn't do no, it. Couldn't. This is the thing about and can I mention Harbaugh? Okay, because I'm a Michigan fan as well. Harbaugh's Harbaugh's culture was dying. Yeah, like I mean, you can say what you want to, and you can blame it. Players on didn't want to play for him. You can you can blame it on Balky. You can blame it on whoever you want to. Does everybody remember that that uh, they were what 500 his last season? Yeah, his last season they went eight and eight. Yeah, it was it. He, they were not good. They were a disappointment. It was imploding, and people are going to blame Balky for that. But I mean, you're the coach. <laughs> you're the coach. Like uh, it's your it's your locker room, and yeah. like uh, so Harbaugh Harbaugh is I until this year with Michigan I had always said about Harbaugh that he was always good enough just to get you there. He was never going to be able to get over the top because his his rah rah his rah rah uh, spiel it it works for a couple of years. That's why he's so good in, in college is because he only has him there for a couple of years. But in the pros, and you're dealing with grown men, that stuff is only going to last for so long. Yep. And like, uh, and eventually people are going to want results. And he it, it just his offense was trash. His offense, and I know that. 49er fans ain't going to want to hear that. There's a lot of people that love Harbaugh to death. But look up the numbers. <laughs> look up the numbers. His offense was middle of the road at best. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you think you want him. <laughs> but but I, I assure you to rethink that. You know, and I understand. Like I said, Dion, I love you, brother. I understand your situation and how you feel. And you feel deprived of a Super Bowl. It's been a long time. A lot of the young generation has an experience. I know you have, but a lot of the people have an experience. But it's not like Kyle doesn't want to win. That's what he does. And he says, one game away from meaning nothing. We can say we made it, but that doesn't mean nothing if we just wind up sitting at home like everyone. Mm -hmm. But that's a a statement that I can agree on. You're right. But you got to get there for to have an opportunity to win and go to the Super Bowl. Cowboy fans cannot even say what you're saying right now. They can't even make it to the NFC Championship, much less than the Super Bowl. Now you, you might say, well, I don't care about the Cowboy fans. Okay, you don't have to care, or nobody has to care about the Cowboy fans, but that, that is reality. 
Cowboy fans and other teams cannot even make it to the NFC Championship game. Tampa tried to do it, couldn't do it. All the teams that lost in the playoffs tried to get there, and they could not get there. Buffalo Bills tried to get there. They first they had the opportunity to do so. They were playing Mahomes at their house for the first time, and yet they failed to win over Kansas City, and they're not making it. It is hard to get to the NFC Championship game. And Brock Purdy, for all the slander that he gets, he has gotten us to two back-to-back NFC Championship games, okay? He's done what uh, Dak Prescott only wishes he can do. Now, again, we want to win the Super Bowl. That is our main goal, absolutely. People say it's Super Bowl or bust. I disagree. It's Super Bowl or failure in the sense you fail to meet your goals of winning a Lombardi. But if you are in the Super Bowl, first and foremost, how is that season a bust? How are you a bust if you made it that far? You might have missed out on your goal, which is to bring the Lombardi home, but how can you be a bust? I don't understand that, guys. How can you be a bust? And I understand what they're referring to, but you're not Super Bowl or bust. You just did not, you got there, but you didn't get the whole thing, and it's disappointing. I understand. But Kyle and John, every year, gets his opportunity to hope for. Listen, we're talking about one game away. We're talking about one game away of making it to the Super Bowl, aren't we? Next week. Mm-hmm. Do you think Dallas Cowboy fans are talking about the same? Do you think Buffalo fans are talking about the same? Do you think the Texans and Jomico Ryans is talking about the same? Do you, whatever, all these teams, Tampa Bay, do you think they're talking about one game away? No, their season is done. The Packers are done. We are in the playoffs still. We're one game away. Hopefully we can get it done, go to the Super Bowl, and, and compete with the Ravens or the Chiefs. Those are going to be two good teams go. that we're going to face. But we have the opportunity because of the great roster and the great coaching and development that is going on great in Santa Clara. Does Kyle need to change his pride? Yes. Does Is he an egoistic person? Yes. But who is it? Who can tell me someone that is not competitive and it's not egoistic? Anybody that's competitive is that way. It's just part of of, of, of the culture, isn't it? Or am I just tripping? Oh no, it it is. It, it like, uh, but I would say, are people you know people compare Kyle to Andy Reid all the time, and people forget that Andy Reid what he went to what five straight NFC Championship games? I think he went to one one uh, Super Bowl. For the Eagles, mm-hmm. and then he had to get he had to get I don't know if he got fired or if he left, but uh, the Eagles. But then, but then he ended up having to go to another team, start another culture over again, uh, luck up into into Pat Mahomes, and if he doesn't luck up into Matt, Pat Mahomes, he's probably we're still probably talking about Andy Reid can't win the big one. Yeah, like, let's just be real. Uh, so, I think we're just. If Kyle wins one with Brock Purdy, <laughs> I mean, you got to put him up there. Like, uh, you got to put him up there. What I mean, think the about after the what? So what does the media say after? That I mean, but it'll be about Kyle and it won't be about Brock Purdy. Exactly. Real quick, guys, hold your thought. Uh, Pete, I'll come right back. We got a super chat and we got to honor the super chat in here real quick. Absolutely. 
Let's honor the super chat. Roberto Davis with a $5 super chat. Reality is there are 28 teams right now hating life because they got no chance. We got a chance. That's all you get in life. Absolutely. Thank you for the $5 super chat, brother. I truly, truly appreciate that, my friend. Um, well said, man. Well said. Uh, again, we have a comment, and I'll bring this comment up from my boy uh, Brad. He says, Beto, I hear what you are saying, but with this football team, if we don't win the Super Bowl, how uh, now, not sure when they will. And again, Kyle knows this, Brad. He wants to. I don't. It's not like Kyle's sitting here like, eh, if we win, fine. If we don't, you know what I mean? He wants to win. Believe it or not, he probably wants to win the Super Bowl more than we do as fans because it's his um, legacy. It's his resume that gets added to that. It, you know, we we just win a Super Bowl. We're happy as fans. But mm-hmm. it's his legacy that gets tarnished or gets built upon. He wants to win it. And I understand Trent Williams is not going to be with us very long. We're probably going to lose some players here and there because of uh, – Monies and things going on because and once we pay Brock, I I understand all that. I listen. I want to win a Super Bowl, as bad as anyone. But all I'm saying is, if we don't, as much as it sucks, I cannot sit there and say that we did not have a good run in 2022 just because we didn't win it. It would suck to lose, yeah. but we still. I still. I don't know about you guys. I can't speak for no one else, but for myself. I still enjoyed watching every freaking game, um, other than the Ravens one. But um, every other game, I enjoyed watching. Why? Because my teams were winning. When we beat the Cowboys, who we all hate, 42 to 10, don't tell me you were sitting there pumping your chest. Yeah! When we beat Philly, in Philly, we were all hyped up, bumping chest and doing everything we could. Why? Because our team was doing great. Don't dismiss that. And the process of not winning a championship as we're no good or Kyle sucks. Hopefully we can win it all. That I mean, I don't know about you, Pete and Brandon. That is our goal. It is. We want to win a championship. But I, I enjoy this season. It will yeah. it will be like a cake with the what do you call it? With the topping or the cherry on top. When it if a Super Bowl is won, of course. But it doesn't take away how good the, yes, I'm a big boy and I use food as an analogy. Um, <laughs> the cake is still good, but it tastes better with ice cream. So Delicious. of course it'll be better with the Super Bowl. But you can't take away from the cake if it doesn't if it tastes good within itself. That's all I'm saying. And sometimes we lose that because we don't win the big one. Uh, Brandon, uh, you've been a little quieter than all of us. Um, let angry. me get your honest opinion. And you're young. Is for you if, if if we don't win the Super Bowl, is it a completely lost season for you? Like, it wasn't fun. It doesn't matter if you, whoever we beat. It doesn't matter the record we had. It's just, it doesn't matter. You want to forget about that season because we didn't win at all. Your honest opinion. Yeah. Super Bowl. I'm literally, I'm the, I'm one of the ones that says Super Bowl, Super Bowl or bust. I want this team to win so bad already. We've been to the same uh, conference championship for the past four years and we haven't gotten over the hump uh besides the 2019 season so i would love 
for them to make it to the Super Bowl and win. So, yeah, Super Bowl or bus, in my opinion. But does it what, you, what are you gonna? If they don't win, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna punch people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw hands, damn it! I'm gonna punch a wall. If you don't win the Super Bowl, that there. game, the game against the Philadelphia Eagles, that wasn't a, that game is not gonna be fun for you to watch when you watched it. No uh, more. Did it make us win the ring? No. <laughs> I don't give a shit, bro. I so want a ring. So when we won that game against the Eagles, did you just like okay, next game, or did you celebrate that win? No, it's great that we beat them, but, but who gives a shit? You said who gives a shit about the game, so you should have just I, said, "Okay, will, next game." My point being is, every game that we win is fun to watch, isn't it? Yeah. And hopefully, yeah. we'll get to watch the last game, and we win that game, which is the Super Bowl. But I'm just saying, Beto. enjoy the games we win. Go ahead, Pete. Beto, Beto, like, do you remember? Uh, do you remember oh, when we Sorry. won the last one in '94? Yeah. The, long the feeling, the feeling that when we beat Dallas, and like that feeling in the NFC Championship game, just beating Dallas because everybody knew at that time that that was the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was the real Super Bowl. Yeah, it and didn't matter what happened in the real Super Bowl. That was it didn't even really matter what happened in the real Super Bowl. We all knew we were going to beat the Chargers. because whoever won in the like, whoever uh, represented the NFC is going to win it. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, back then the NFC was just destroying the AFC. Like, uh, but. Uh, it's, it, it is, I want that for all the, all the younger fans, like, uh, cause Brandon don't remember that he's never had a chance to, uh, to go th- to, to have that feeling. And so I understand, I understand Absolutely. like uh, it's, it's, it sucks. Like, uh, it sucks. Like, uh, be just rooting for a team over and over and over again. And they just can't get over the, or they get close and there is no more excruciating pain than uh, than Kaepernick barely missing Crabtree in the oh, end zone. Oh, I hear you, bro. There was no worse pain like uh, than than when you almost get one. And but especially for the people that have like uh, I can say, oh, like I've seen multiple Super Bowl wins by the Niners. But a lot of these fans out to, out here today, they can't say that. They can't say that they've seen it, so it's it. I, I get it. I get it, and uh, and I, I I completely validate your feelings, Brandon. <laughs> no, no. I, with, let me, with that let me with that said, I agree with you, uh, Brandon, Dion, yeah. and all those. I think Dion well, did see one, but yeah. uh, those that have not seen a Super Bowl other than a re- rerun on uh, on VHS or whatever you watched that. Um, I still have it on VHS. Yeah, so do I. Uh, I I understand that I do understand. I'm not trying to be insensitive. You know, I got to see all five Super Bowls. I got to go to the parades in San Francisco and watch them go down and lift the Lombardi. And we were champions all year long. The pride in that as a fan. I want that as well for each and every young Niner fan that has never experienced that. I want to see the Steve Young yell, you know, hold the trophy like he's having a heart attack. You know, next to Jerry Rice, I want to see that feeling for Brandon. I want to see it for uh, Brad, uh, for everybody in the chat that hasn't seen one. I do want that. I do want that. And hopefully this will be the year that we can experience that. Uh, But all I'm saying is 
that it's not a bad year just because we don't get it. And it's frustrating because we don't get to see what we want to see, but it's still a good year in my opinion. But hopefully at the end of this season, we'll be talking about how the San Francisco 49ers are Super Bowl champions and Dion can fall yeah. in love all over again with Kyle and marry Man. Kyle after the Super Bowl. Right. Uh, and that'll be the ring that Kyle puts on Dion's finger. Is that what if Super this Bowl is the ring. beginning? What if this is the beginning of the Purdy like? Come on, now. twenty years. Twenty years of Purdy. Yes. <laughs> hey, let me put it this way, guys. Let me put it this way. I've seen my other teams win titles, and I felt some type of way about them. Right. I've seen my Giants win three, three out of the five years that they won. I've seen the Warriors win four out of the five years that they won. So the only team left right now is the, my Niners and, of course, the Sharks. But huh, I'm not seeing the Sharks anytime soon. So we're just focusing on the Niners right now. So it'd be freaking wonderful to see the Niners finally win one. And football just means – I don't know. Football, it just means so much. I've, I've been a fan of baseball and basketball for so long. And, like, but football championships to me, to me, uh, mm-hmm. just mean – so much they just hit different and like because there's so few and far between like teams just don't i mean that the whole patriots thing that that just doesn't happen normally and you know we like uh, us winning what four in the 80s it was four right yeah it was well kind of <laughs> but uh it that that doesn't even that was that's a lot that's a lot for any team Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just, it's just they're so those football ones are so special and, uh, yeah, like I said, I just want to talk shit on Twitter. <laughs> no, we all do. We, we, we all want to see. We all want to be champions. I played that song earlier. We are champions. We want to hear that. By you know, we want to hear that. We 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 want to experience that, and and we deserve it. The San Francisco 49ers fan base deserves a Super Bowl. It's been a long time. I mean, the last time we, we, we won a Super Bowl, the internet was in here. Uh, TikTok and all those were in here. Uh, yeah. VHS was still, you know what I mean, playing using VHS. Type. So it's time to update our uh, process by winning the Super Bowl. But I think this is the year that we have a great opportunity to do that. Uh, before we go on and read more comments, I want to show the video that... Uh, uh, my boy uh, Brendan gave us to watch. It's the Richard Sherman on Undisputed with um, uh, Keon Johnson, uh, whatever his name is, and uh, uh, Mr. Uh, I call him racist, but uh, Skip Bayless uh, uh, on here. Hold on, guys. Let me see if I can bring up that screen real quick. There he is. Uh, let me do something real quick. Do, 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 do. Charge. Charge. (laughs) Where is... All right, here we go. Tell me if you guys can hear it. It's going to always be Kyle But it's only because it's Brock Purdy. And that's what I don't get, because I'm going to make another point, and it's going back in history for San Francisco. We go back to Montana. We go back to Steve Young. We go back to Roger Craig. We go back to, to, to Jerry Rice, the greatest receiver of all time. We go back to all these guys... That they had, John Taylor. They had all this talent 
And they had Bill Walsh, one of the greatest in the history of National Football League, calling the plays. But I did not hear that taking away from Joe Montana or Steve Young's talent and their ability to push the ball down the field, even though he's drawing up incredible plays. It's not like, oh, Bill Walsh called this play, so Steve Young's arm isn't great because Bill Walsh called these plays and, and Jerry Rice called the football. But it's also how you come into the league, Skip. It's also how you come yes. in. When you come in as Agreed. Mr. Irrelevant, you're, not, you're just not going to get that. Mm -hmm. That's just that. And, and look, is it unfair? Yeah, it is. It is. It, it is because you're starting at the bottom. And you're trying to climb all the way up to the top. And nobody is just going to allow you to go from seven round pick at the bottom all the way to the top. It took Tom Brady forever. It took Tom Brady forever. Right. It didn't happen in his first three Super Bowls. He had to go through a stretch of not getting there. Then all of a sudden, it was like Tom Brady couldn't do any wrong, no right. matter what. But I, I just, the, the, the reason I have a problem with it, Key, is because the criticism they get. They hold him to a standard like he's a first rounder, like he's a top five pick, but they don't give him the credit when he does play up to that level. But when he doesn't, it's like they on, on, you only sure. give him blame. You never give him credit. So when he's playing, he can only get blame. He can never get credit. So when he plays well, he's I only going to he's it's going to be everybody else. Yeah. But when he doesn't play well, he's going to it's going to be him. It's going to be he's the reason why it didn't go well. So when he has a game winning drive, it's like, oh, well, he's got the only game winning drive in, 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 in the game. But if he was Jordan Love and he would have. Hey, he has a chance to win the game. There's one minute left. He needs to drive down the field. And he threw back across the field an interception to a linebacker. Skip would be on this field, set, be on this set saying, I told you it would come back to bite him. But when it's Jordan Love, they talk about how incredible his arm talent is and how similar he is to Aaron and, and Brett Favre. And, oh, man, the young kid just, uh, he just didn't have enough on this day when Jordan Love has been in the league longer than Longer than Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy has played a year and a half. He's played a year and a half worth I, of football. I, I feel like, Skip, I feel like this is a little, it's it's a little personal. personal. It's personal. It's I feel heart. a little fifth round personal. I got drafted in the fifth round. They're wrong. Look at all the. I think, am I right? You're right. Because I, I, I can feel it. I'm like, you, you digging too deep, bro. It's hurt because there's a lot of hurt in there. Because you, because it's like, when do we get a credit? Why do I have to play at an ultra, ultra high level? When, when this yeah. guy's not playing at a higher level than me, just to get the you same went, You should have went higher in the draft, man. All right. Let's get... <laughs> so, you know, that's thoughts? a valid point, right? I Oh, no. Yeah, you, you're talking to the... Anybody that's been watching my Twitter the last couple of days knows that you are preaching to the choir. Like, it is... Yep. It makes absolutely zero sense. The reason yeah. why wow. these, the national media has been killing on Purdy... And it's funny because right after the game, they were all – they could not wait to bash on Purdy. But then the next day, today, all of a sudden, it was like they had been – it's like the, the national media had been watching Twitter all day, saw us calling them stupid for all the stupid yep. takes that they were making, yep. and then they did a complete 180 today. Yep. Like, uh, it, he, it was the weirdest thing on the planet. Yep. But, the, but people started bringing up numbers and everything, and they started being made to look like morons. And and here we yeah. are now. All of a sudden, you got Shan uh, Shannon Sharp picking uh, up Purdy. Now you got uh, well, I mean, Sherm always does. But then, then you had who was the other guy? Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. Yeah, Pat McAfee gets out there and does a whole show almost. 
and yep. brings Kittle on there. Yep. And like that, like it's wild. It's wild. See what happens when you get Aaron Rodgers off the show. Uh, Pat McAfee can start actually yeah, enjoying his podcast. Like actually happens. <laughs> but you know what? He, you're right. Uh, Pat McAfee had enough. This guy's like, can we stop the slander of Brock Purdy? I mean, when is it going to be enough? Now, Keyshawn said that that uh, Brady had to win three or four Super Bowls to get recognition. I don't agree with that. Um, nice. you, you you win two Super Bowls. You win a Super Bowl. They called him a game manager. They yeah. called him a game manager from uh, for the all three of those. But if, if but okay, but if he was a first round pick, what would have they called him? What they called him? They would have called him a career? winner. They would have called him a winner. So you know they would have called him a winner. Why is it that much hate for a seventh round or uh, compared to a first round? Is it because these so called experts feel first round picks they got it right? And all these late picks, they didn't get it right, and they they just can't humble themselves to admit when they were wrong. So they got to continue to try to spit their narrative how right they are, even though the player or the person is proving them wrong every single time. Yeah, it's absolutely what it is. Like, I mean, these you've got these guys out there whose whose name they put their entire name on how they pick guys in the draft and what these guys are gonna gonna end up being and they're wrong so much <laughs> they're wrong so much that they they like it so whenever one of these guys that it looks like is is getting out of that that area the minute they have a bad game they're right there to say that that was the evaluation that i had when when uh is that he wasn't he didn't wasn't going to be good enough to do xyz like mm-hmm. it, it never fails it never fails uh but you know how often has uh, what's his, what's uh, Mel Kiper? How long? How often has he been wrong? Oh, but yet until he is out there every single ESPN drags his carcass out there every single season and calls him an expert, it, even though he's wrong on probably sixty five percent of of the picks that he makes. Like, uh, but they just keep dragging him out there. So it's it's just. It is what it is. Like uh, you just know what it is, and people that that figure it out, like uh, figure out what ESPN and all of them are, it, they they go and they there's a whole bunch of better options out there. The Draft yeah. Network does great work. Um, there's a couple of uh, PFF, uh, not PFF, but uh, well, PFF does a pretty decent job, but uh, but PFN I think is the name of it. They they have a mock draft simulator, and they've got some good. Uh, like uh, like it's good scouting department. There, there's a lot of locked on. Locked on has a great draft show. Uh, the it's there's a lot of options out there. People just have to fi- have to find them. And there's a lot of people that just don't know where to go to get the actual good content. Uh, people just trust in ESPN, but ESPN's been trash for years. Hey, real quick, guys, let's go ahead and transition over to this comment from Luis Moreno. I want to get your thoughts. I know we talked about it a little bit. He says, they threw out a stat Niners and Cowboys. He's talking about the, the catch game. Uh, mm-hmm. Montana had a horrible game. I believe he had three INTs and a fumble. You are correct about that. Yeah. Last, but that came back sure. to win the game. Point is, there's games you have to win ugly. Listen. We know who John Montana is today. He's the GOAT for a lot of Niner fans. 
He's in the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. He had a wonderful career. But at this point right here, at this game right here, and I was there at Candlestick, that game right there, Joe Montana wasn't the, the four-time Super Bowl champion. Joe Montana wasn't the GOAT. Joe Montana wasn't the Hall of Famer. Joe Montana was a third-round pick from Notre Dame that struggled in a championship game but won it when it count. And it's remembered because he won it. And now, fast forward, we know what Joe Montana is. I don't know. We don't know what Brock Purdy is going to be. We don't know. Only time will tell. But five, six, ten years from now, we can talk. In the, we can talk about Brock Purdy the way we talk about Montana. We don't know. We just don't know. Just like anybody watching this game live did not know that Joe Montana was going to turn into the Montana we know today. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew. And if you did, you're. If you say you did, you're lying. Yeah, you're a liar. And yeah, yeah and if liar. you did, you should be rich because you should have bet money. Uh, you should have did some investing. The point being is nobody knew, and I'm going to get your thoughts, uh, uh, Pete and Brandon, uh, of the Montana. He threw three INTs and he fumbled the ball once, four turnovers, and they came back to win it with a pass that I truly believe wasn't even intended for Clark. Maybe yeah. it was, but Clark had to go up and get it to to get that t- a touchdown. But everything else is history. What are your thoughts of this comment by Luis Moreno? Thank you for bringing it up, Luis. Uh, go ahead and add to your points on that, uh, Pete. Oh, it, look, like uh, we talked about this one off air. Like Shan Sharp came out with that stat. And like, I mean, that's it's real talk. Like uh, this, if you look at some of the greatest quarterbacks of all time from yesteryear, uh, back when the games were much different. Uh, quarterbacks were almost had as many interceptions as they had touchdowns. <laughs> Look at some of the greatest quarterbacks. Look at John Elway's Elway stats. They're not good, like by today's standards, but he's considered one of the greatest of all time. But that's because back then, defenses were allowed to do a lot more than they are today. And the and just scoring was was a big thing. <laughs> but you go, you go, you look at some of these quarterbacks, and the reality is this: we we put an a ridiculous amount of pressure on them to be perfect all the time, and that's not possible. It's not possible to be perfect all the time. You're gonna make mistakes. Most yep. quarterbacks are gonna make mistakes. Patrick Mahomes, the best. I would say everybody would say he's the best quarterback of today, and he makes mistakes. He makes mistakes and things happen, but guess what? He gets a chance to to come back and right his wrongs, and that's what it's all about. The game doesn't stop as soon as you make a mistake. The game keeps going, and it gives you an opportunity to come back and right your wrongs. And I feel like that's what that's what the game is all about. It's all about the ebbs and flows, the uh, the really the just the flow of the game. And I think that that's when we talk about the PFFs and all the stats. And all the bean counters out there, it it that's what we miss out on is just the game. It's the game, the flow of the game. There's a lot to be said for that, and uh, we just miss out on it trying to count beans all the time. Uh, so that's all. That's all I have on that. You want to add to that, Brandon? Uh, no, I agree with everything Pete said. Um, 
Yeah, you know, I was going to bring up too, Patrick Mahomes has made mistakes as well in his games, but you don't see anybody bashing him for his mistakes when he, or when he plays bad. Josh Allen, same thing. He What he did, he did, wasn't that great this year. I mean, even though they made it to the divisional round, his season was uh, a struggle, and he threw – he has thrown for the most interceptions and everything, and, but you don't hear anybody really talking hella bad about him. So, you know, any quarterback would make mistakes. So I just – it just still doesn't – it just mind blown mind blows me that they talk this much negative shit about Brock Purdy. Yeah, everybody's you know everybody's gonna have a bad game every once in a while, and Saturday night that was Brock's. Yeah, but, like, like when Joe Montana threw his three wrong. interceptions, exactly. He, righted, he got a chance to right his wrong, and I, I, like, yeah. and he did that. He took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so give him his credit for for doing the, doing the things that he needed to do to get the win. Like prior, yeah, prior to how, winning, prior to winning that game against Dallas to get into the first Super Bowl. There was no social media, gentlemen. There was no Twitter. There was no Instagram. There was no TikTok. When Joe Montana had thrown three interceptions and then fumbled it, can you imagine the conversation oh it would have been on the internet if it was today? No, what yeah. You'll be hearing that Joe Montana's a bust. Joe Montana's no good. We should get rid of him. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They don't Prior do that. They, that show the, they don't show the rest of the game. and They just show the catch. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, and that's exactly. how it was back in the day. Like uh, me and Bell remember before that there was internet and before there was all that, all those things. Like you got a chance to watch the game on the live feed. Maybe if somebody taped it on VHS. Yes, but uh, but the re- but the reality is is if you didn't see it while it was going on, all you have to go off of is what everybody else said about it. Yeah, it's not a, you, you're not going to YouTube and watch it. You're not going to NFL Network. Yeah, and exactly. watch it. You're not gonna. You're not gonna have the opportunities to rewatch it like that, uh, with no commercials. You just. You're gonna have to wait. If you didn't record it, or someone you know didn't record it on VHS, yeah. you're screwed. Yeah, you you're not gonna go get to see. On, you weren't gonna get to see it. No, you get to see the highlights, like uh, on the on the the local news at the time. <laughs> That's it. So a lot yeah. of us are are spoiled uh, that if we miss a game. We can go straight into uh, a, a, you know a certain app, and you can see that real real quick, guys. As we uh, uh, got to an hour, uh, let's go over real quick our our picks of last week, and uh, let me double check real quick. And then, um, Beto, after that, um, I kind of want to get your guys' take on this week's game before we end it. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll leave that as the last pick, and then we'll okay. emphasize on it. All right, so All right. Pete, you took the Chiefs over. Uh, you took the Ravens, you took the Lions, and you took the Niners. You're four and zero on that one, baby. Ooh, look at that! Brandon look took the Ravens. That. Finally, the Lions, <laughs> the Bills, and the Niners. You're three and one, Brandon. Damn. I took the Ravens, the Bills, the Lions, and the Niners. So I'm three and one as well. Um. Champion. We were five, so we are five. Hold on, five, eight. We're I was eight so and, deep on the last eight and week. two, <laughs> eight and two, and you were what, Pete? Three and three, so you're seven and three. 
All right, so you're seven and three. We're eight and two, uh, going into the NFC Championship game. First game up is um, the Baltimore Ravens hosting Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Lamar versus Mahomes. Who are you taking, Pete? That's gonna be a good game. I, you know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna act like I'm even hesitating. It's gonna be Casey. Like uh, oh, uh, I just think that, uh, and it has nothing to do with Lamar. Like it has everything to do with. I think that Casey has the perfect type of team to beat to beat the Ravens. Like uh, because the one weakness that I see on the Ravens with their defense is the running game. Like uh, and the and I know people are gonna say, well, the the Texans couldn't really run the ball. But the Texans couldn't run the ball against anybody all season, so the the uh, the Chiefs have no problem running the ball, and mm-hmm. I feel like the Chiefs' defense is going to be good enough to keep uh, to keep Lamar at bay. Uh, so I just think that uh, I think Lamar is going to get going to get somewhat of his, but I, I just still think that Pat Mahomes is going to do what Pat Mahomes does and. And uh, and I think it's going to be the Niners. That, well, I won't. I guess I, I got to pick the last one. <laughs> but, no, no, we're, we're going yeah. to wait on the Niner one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To last. Like so, I'm going to say KC for this. Okay, Brandon, who do you take? Chiefs or Ravens at home? So, I think like it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to go down to the wire. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with the Ravens on this one. The Ravens? Yeah. This was a this one's definitely a hard one because the Ravens yeah. have been playing good. They have a great defense. Lamar has been playing, you know, MVP Lamar. Um, whatever. <laughs> uh, but KC, man. Pat, Dude, that defense for KC is no joke either. No joke. And when you have Patrick Mahomes who has been there. And they think, they game up for big games. Yes, like that's yeah. the thing. Their defense always gets better somehow in the big games. And and, and I think that uh, Lamar is going to be. I think it's going to be more pressure on Lamar than it is on Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Lamar has to get over the hump. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes is like I've been here before. I've been to. I won two Super Bowls. He's been to four. I think was it three Super Bowls. Uh, you know, the thing is, he's been there. So I'm with Pete. I take the Chiefs to go in there and beat the Ravens. The Ravens are good defense. It's going to be a good game, definitely, to watch. They're going to have to contain Lamar, but I think they have the guys to do it in front for the uh, Chiefs. Uh, Jones, Chris Jones is no joke, man. He's a big boy, in, uh, you know, causing havoc. Uh, and let's be honest. People have asked me, who do you rather, if we, when the Niners make the Super Bowl, who would you rather face, the Ravens that we played in 2012 or the 2019 Chiefs? Now, let's be honest. There's not, not there's a single player, not there's no players on this roster that played in the 2012 versus the Ravens. Not one single. Coaches included. Managers included. Ain't nobody other than the owners that were there. The Kansas City Chief was just a few years back. Bosa was there. Kittle was there. Uh, so these guys have a little bit more of a revenge to try to beat the Chiefs. 
So I think it'll be a better game for the Niners versus the Chiefs uh, than it is against the Ravens. Not because we lost to the Ravens and we can lose to them. Bull crap. I, just I think, think they beat them. I think they would beat them. Yeah, they, they I, I think we would too. I just think that the Chiefs and 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 the Niners would be a better revenge game for the Niners because, like I said, not one single player on the Niners roster have played in that in that uh, Super Bowl in 2012. Uh, okay, now moving on. Now I'm just going to put Niners across the board. I don't think none of us are taking the the Lions. Hold okay, on, keep hold it. on. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, hold okay. on, hold Bro, on. You, I, I, my butt my butt just got tight when you said hold on. I'm like, uh, so, uh, Brandon, I want to get your thoughts on this game, and then and then P, you can follow right after on this game. Well, but just real quick before, I just want to make sure I'm correct. We're all taking the Niners, right? Yes, yes. absolutely. Okay. Yes. Go ahead, Brandon. All right. So, just little little stat outline to throw out there, real quick. The Lions have lost 11 straight road playoff games, and it's the longest streak in the NFL history. The Niners have not lost a home game versus the Lions since 1975. 13 straight wins. Okay, I'll put that stat out there. Okay, here's the another. Here's, here's the other one. Jared Goff is 0-5 versus the 49ers. Okay, I'll put that out there too. This yes, is our bounce. Is. Back. This is our bounce back game. It's going to be sunny. It's going to be 70 degrees. Brock Purdy is going to be back to his own self. And uh, Lions defense it cannot match up to our receivers whatsoever or CMC. So what what would you do if, if uh, Dan Campbell had a water hose and was just throwing the water towards Brock Purdy in that game? <laughs> Hey, I wouldn't put it past Dan Campbell. So the fact that okay, so here's another thing I I want to bring up too. I was listening to first take today, right? Or maybe it was yesterday. Stephen A says the Niners will not beat the Lions without Debo Samuel. Yeah, that was Mondays. Yeah, thoughts. Give it to me, Pete. But hold, hold on, hold on. Let Pete finish. Let them talk about the Niners first, bro. Brad, I love Brandon. Go ahead and comment on the Niners, hey, Niners and Lions game, and then you can answer Brandon. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I love all the stats. Mm-hmm. All that tells me is that they're due. <laughs> like, uh, like uh, my dad, me and my dad used to 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 talk about that. Like anytime we would uh, we would be watching sports or whatever, and they would show some graphic on there that oh, this guy is over, blah 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 blah. Like uh, we'd be like, oh. He, that just means he's due, and then it, something big would happen every single time. So I don't even like I, – I hate stats like that. Like, uh, But I still think the 49ers are going to beat the, the Lions. Yeah, stats the, are meant to be broken, right, just like records. They are, but not today. <laughs> like, uh, no, so, well, I can, they can be broken today as long as they don't get broken on Sunday, but I, I got you. That's, uh, that's what I mean. That's I, know, like, I know. I'm uh, being an ass. No, mom is. No, <laughs> hey, bro! I love both of you guys, man. I listen. I was doing a show with someone else uh, on Tuesdays when I stopped doing it. They kindly asked me to come back to do their show, and they're doing great job over there. I love them; they're amazing what they're doing. But I just couldn't leave this pack. You guys are awesome. I really enjoy uh, doing a show with with the two of you. 
Um, we have a lot of things in common, or not common, obviously common niner, duh, but we have a yeah. lot of perspective that we agree on um, and disagree on as well. I want to, I don't know about you guys, but I was thinking about implementing a Dion, uh, but something we'll talk about because he, he can bring a little bit of a difference. Like sometimes we need to give the audience something to argue or, or dispute oh, with, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. you know, because let's, let's be honest, when we all agree all the time, people are like, eh, but when you bring a little fire like Dion, like a little firecracker, uh, yeah. uh, you know, the, little, you know, we, it'll be, it'll be fun to watch, but we'll, we'll see. But I love yeah. the both of you. You guys are amazing. Uh, so now that you said what you said, what are your thoughts to uh, Brandon's question? Yeah, like, uh, well, I, I want to finish my thought oh, on the 49 sorry. The 49er game. Like, so I absolutely think the 49ers are going to win. The question, the question to me is, is Kyle going to make it easier on Brock by running the ball? I, and I, that is, that is what that I, I just think that it needs to happen. And I don't know if he's trying to save it for for if he gets to the Super Bowl, but like we can't be doing that. We can't be doing that, Kyle. Like uh, we need to deploy CMC. We need to get everybody involved, and like it needs to be a full team victory. I just think that they need to go into this with the thought process that they're going to run the ball down Detroit's right now. Detroit has a pretty decent run defense. Oh, uh, very decent is an understatement, bro. Yeah, what are they third against the run? Like. Yeah. Uh, so and they can it's run not the ball be very easy, well. But at the same time, at the same time, that you still have to run the ball to to keep them honest. And like that is that's the whole thing premise behind it. Now, what what was the other question? The other question was about if they don't have Debo, that they can't win. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think that that if they're planning for no Debo, I think it's a different. It's different than them just not having Debo. But absolutely. But. Uh, but I think that even if they don't have Debo, there there is still no excuse for them not winning this game because they have Kittle's an All Pro. Uh, they mean, have Ayuk is an all, is a second team All Pro. CMC is an All Pro. You have so other weapons on this squad on this squad, and there is no excuse for for losing this game. Period. Period. Point blank. Facts. So it's uh I just think that that it should not be a problem for a for an offensive genius to figure out how to use a bunch of all pros to get uh, to get a victory. Yep. You would hope that's it. that's it. I agree. Hey, uh, the, the, for myself, the Niners and, and uh, going against Detroit. Detroit again. It's a wonderful. Uh, Cinderella story. Everyone wants to see Detroit win. Uh, everybody's against the Niners right now, and I would have it no other way. They want to see the Cinderella story. They want to see the uh, Dan Campbell. And again, I want to give credit to to Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions for as well as they played. There's still some pieces that they're missing, but they're a great team. But the Niners have to stop the run. I know it's cliche. I know... But they do. They can't afford to give the um, Lions that a same a yardage they gave to Aaron um, Jones. They got to do better. Now, I believe that this will be the second game of Eric Armstead. Uh, so hopefully that'll be better for our run. We're going to close with this, guys. I We're going to close Armstead. with this. 
Chase Young, Pete, you can go first. Chase Young, has he been a disappointment since we brought him in in totality? Absolutely. I mean, I don't don't know if you could call him a disappointment per se because we got him for basically nothing. Yep. (laughs) Like, (laughs) so, uh, eh, I mean, he, at the very least, he's given us depth. Yep. And, like, uh, I do think that, that they've been going against a lot of mobile quarterbacks down the stretch. And it's hard to, to uh, because the, for the 49ers, the way that they run their defensive line, it's uh, it's like bad out of hell. And then they leave a bunch of running, rushing lanes open. So now they have to consciously think about playing contain. And whereas other teams, for whatever reason, have no problem getting to, uh, getting to those guys from time to time. But the for, for the 49ers, they just have a problem getting to uh, mobile quarterbacks. And uh, But I think for this game, Goff is not – I don't consider him a mobile quarterback. Nope. I know he can run out of the pocket. But uh, but I think that that is going to play to the Niners' uh, defensive line's favor. I think he's going to try and get the ball out oh. quick. And, like, uh, so – that, yeah, but I, I think that this is this is a perfect opportunity for the 49ers. Hold on. I have something to bring up if I could find it still. All right. While oh, he's, do, while, while he's doing got, that, I'm going to just show you this video that we've seen already before. But I love what uh, uh, Brian has said, do it for the, for the Bay. Uh, let's watch this video real quick. And then, Brandon, if you bring that up, I'll bring it up. Let me know. Hold on, guys. Oh, wrong picture. Hold on. Uh, what happened? All right. Give me a second, guys. Oh, that's interesting. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. While, while we're waiting, um, so just real quick, guys, the Lions have given up 345 plus passing yards in five. 349 to be exact, bro. I hear you. Yes, including twice. And guess who? Nick Mullins. Yeah. Well, they, they gave 349 last week to uh, to well, uh, that's what uh, I'm Baker Mayfield. Dude, like. It's like it's great that the Lions have made it this far and everything, but also realize I feel like they've struggled against the Rams, right, in the wild card, and they had a hard time against Tampa Bay as well. I feel like that's just me. What are your thoughts, Pete? Well, I'll I'll say this: it's two different type of coaching, coaching. Uh, coaches like uh, that Tampa Bay is just throw the ball air it out <laughs> like uh, they've got they've got the receivers to just go up and get it like uh, they're not they're not really finesse team at all and uh, and De- and Detroit doesn't have the the corners to to really defend that at all now Kyle's system is meant to to break the the uh, the defense down from a from a scheme standpoint, and it doesn't matter who you got a corner, it doesn't matter who you got a safety. Uh, the, it's supposed to break down that the actual rules of the defense. So yeah, that it so sometimes 
it it that's why it, it's so frustrating watching his passing game sometimes because he's it looks the same against a, whether they're a good team or a bad team. Mm-hmm. It's not like if they go up against a bad team that all of a sudden they're just gonna blow the doors off. That's not the way Kyle's system. If that team decides to tackle that day, like uh, that, and Kyle's system doesn't really look as good sometimes. So, mm-hmm. but I still think that they're they're just we just have better players in the yeah. in the and like we can get the if we can get the ball in those guys' hands, I think they're going to break tackles. I think that. Uh, I think that they're going to get they're going to they're going to be ready for, to get some. All right. Are you guys ready for the video? Finally got it up. Let me know if you guys can uh hear uh you guys can hear it, okay? Here we go. It's been a long journey. Each week a different story, a different challenge. But now at the end of the season, we find ourselves at a new beginning. And right now, it's our time. It's time to silence the doubters. Time to reward the faithful. It's time to dig deeper, to rise higher. Relentlessness knows no bounds. Purdy gets out of there, looking deep, back in the end zone. He's got Ayuk for the touchdown. Our determination has no limits. We are this moment, the most physical team. Go win this game today. And our mission is to leave no doubt. Oh my goodness. San Francisco gets the pick. It's Ward. Broken tackle by Debo Samuel. What an absolute beast. They get to Prescott. Nick Bosa. Hurdles the man. 10, 5, touchdown. San Francisco. That is the real goal right now. Ah, for our team. For the faithful, for this moment, do it for the Bay. Do it for the Bay. I thought That's you were going to talk about it. Gives me chills. <laughs> it gives me chills when I see Steve with the ball in his hand like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't fumble it, Steve. Don't fumble it. Uh, right. Wouldn't it be funny if he's uh, and he drops it? Or like, no, Steve, what are you doing? Uh, but, you know, to see that with Steve being involved uh, in there and, and watching. Did you guys watch that take um, when it came from, uh, uh, it was Steve interviewing Brock? Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that yeah, was a pretty was cool. Uh, that was a pretty cool take there as well. Um, all right, guys. Do you have anything you want to show to end this show? We're going to go. It's over. uh a little bit, yeah, an hour and a half. So we were definitely going to know over. Brendan? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. His wife was going to kill him. Um, I'd say, I thought you were going to show the music video of, of Do It to the Bay, Do It for the Bay, but no, you're good. I'm fine. The music video? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, hold on. I, I have the, the interview with, uh, let's see, give me a second. Is this it? Hold on. No, that's Steve, not you got to go, bro. You could go. <laughs> you guys saw that? No. Oh. I ain't scared. Uh, hold on, hold on. No, that's not it. All right. I don't have it either. I thought I did, but I don't. All right. No so problem. let's go ahead and end it. Get, let's end it on a good note. Give me your score prediction. 
Uh, Pete, who? what are we winning by in this game? Uh, I'm going to say <laughs> well, last week I was a little bit overzealous. <laughs> and, uh, a little bit. Like, we uh, all were, least. And uh, this week I'm going to be a little bit more reserved. I'm going to say 27-21. 27-21. I love it. What about you, Brandon? Um, I'll say 31-17. 3117? Yeah. I'm with you. I'm gonna say uh I'm gonna say twenty-seven to seventeen. Twenty-seven to seventeen in this game. Hopefully we're all wrong and it's way up there. But you know what? Yeah. At the end of the day, if we win by half a point, I don't care. As long as we were we are in the Super Bowl and we have mm. two weeks we have Super Bowl week to talk to uh our players and enjoy the whole Super Bowl week. Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to it. So everyone, put your put your thoughts in the comments. Look at him dance. I like that. Um, he looked like those guys from uh, what do you call them? The Roxy guys, the ones uh, uh, nice, the Roxbury. Yeah, Roxbury. Yeah, you know, going breaking the window, but. Uh, all right, guys, thank you for tuning in. We've been here for an hour and 35 minutes. That means we were having more fun than usual. Always great time to spend it with my boy Pete. And Brandon, plug in your channels real quick, what you have going on. If you want to follow their channels and support their channels, if you haven't done so already, please look at the comments below. And um, I have all their social medias on there. All you got to do is click and go. What do you have going on, Pete? Uh, I've got one more show. Uh, it's probably going to be either Thursday or Friday. I haven't decided yet. And, uh, and then I'm going to do my after show after the game on Sunday. So uh, the instant reaction show. So make sure that you check in for that. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I am on YouTube. And if you don't want to look at my face, you can get the audio version wherever you get your audio podcast. I don't care where you get it. Just get it. Just get it. Just get it. Just get it, Holmes. What about you, Brandon? Uh, so I plan on trying to do a show with uh, me, you, and Dion. Um, and then P, if you want to, you could hop on as well. Um, and then I think I'm doing another show with uh, Zach and Matt from 49ers Hive and Dion. Um, and Pete, if and... you want to join that one, you can. Yeah. Y'all be y'all be doing two hour shows. I can't like uh I can't yeah, well, you don't invite us to those shows though, bro. Um but yeah, I'll let you know on that one. Um and then I might do another play by play a live stream again during the game. Um last week I was kinda late because I actually went to the stadium for a tailgate. So that's why I was late. But uh this weekend if I do do it, I'll be on time. And then I'll, we'll probably also do a post-game show after the game with uh, me and Beto, possibly. I don't know. We'll, figure, yeah, we'll definitely keep keep tuned to our channels. We'll definitely uh, figure something out. Also, for myself, on Friday, I go on with my lovely co-host, Jess, from East Coast Red and Gold Podcast. We do the Niners Now Podcast on Fridays at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Come and join us and support the channel. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you, all of you, for your comments in the chat. They were great comments. I uh, just want to say thank you to every single one of you. 
and oh. let's go Niners. Let's go and beat the Lions. Send packing home and uh, get our get our win and move on. Until then, we are out of here. Peace. Bang bang. Niner game. Bang bang. Do it for the bay. Bang bang. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two.